Christmas Welcome to We Are the News Now with Dan Hennon on EA Truth Radio. Today's January 31st, 2022. Today's show will be about current events, in particular the events from this past week. Items that made the news that shouldn't have, and items that did not make the news that should have. Basically be stripping out the fake news so you don't have to. Keep in mind, this is a faith-based program. As always, we'll start out with a prayer. Father God, in the name of Yeshua Almighty the Christ, we humbly come before your throne and ask that you bless the airwaves and this show. Scramble all devices of the enemy and allow this show to go forth and reach millions. Thank you for giving us our audience, Lord. Please give them the ears to hear this message. Please be with each and every one of them, where they are, while they tune into our shows. Bless each and every one of them. Ultimately, may thy will be done in Jesus' living, powerful, active, and matchless name. Amen. Well, let's jump into the topics for the week. I do like to give a shout out to the uh, Dell Big Tree and the High Wire website. Lots of good interviews, lots of good videos and shows there. Uh, last week there was an interview with NBA star Jonathan Isaac, a Christian, outspoken Christian, outspoken against COVID and all of this pandemic. They had on uh, Dr. Carato with an interview that was also very good. But it would it, it's interesting to follow these these athletes and these these sports stars, uh, Jonathan Isaac, very good to follow. Cole Beasley in the NFL and tennis player Novak Djokovic. You know these are these are some people talking about this COVID pandemic and are really ruffling some feathers with the elite because it's not going against, it's not going with the narrative, it's going against it. And these people have a lot of influence and a lot of followers. Even this last week, former NBA star Kareem Abdul-Jabbar came out and said he's against all this. And why can't people just get tested? Why can't people just take the vaccination? He said, what I would like for the NBA to do is for those unwilling to get the vaccination is to cut them, not do business with them, cut them from the team, segregate them. Put them in a different bucket than all the rest of the players in the NBA. Now, the interesting thing is when Kareem Abdul-Jabbar came up, he was a voice for colored people, for blacks, trying to avoid segregation, trying to get rid of segregation, to say everyone should be in the same bucket. Now we get one of the most asleep people out there, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, saying let's split these people up, 
split them into two buckets, segregate the vaccinated versus the unvaccinated. Now, that's how sickening this has all become. Um, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, the irony is rich. Now, the truck convoy, semi-truck convoy in Canada, uh, in Ottawa, is really making some big news. This started during the week. It gained momentum over the weekend, and now it's just it's just taking over all the news. This is good. This is another powerful statement from what these truckers are doing to go against the vaccine mandates, to go against all this nonsense, and to tell folks to think for themselves and make their own decisions. You can't have the government telling them what to do. Well, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau has just left his home and has taken his family to a secret location. This was announced on January 29th, two days ago. Took his family to a secret location. Now, today he announces he has COVID and he's trying to isolate. Well, that's very, very interesting and very convenient. Uh, Trudeau's one of these folks pushing the new world order um, big time. The other person that's pushing it big time in New Zealand, Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern. Ardern. Guess what she announces today? She tested positive for COVID, and she's going to be isolating herself, too. Uh, the common folk, the public's going to be coming out with pitches, uh, pitchforks and torches here soon going after these folks. And I think that the leaders that was pushing for this new world order are going to be looking to isolate and get away and get off the streets because uh, there's targets on their backs, and the people and the public are done listening to this BS. Now, there's two funny things. I know this is all sickening, but two funny things. So the caravan has cut off. Um, uh, right, they're doing some raising money, $7 million, I think, and now went up to $9 million on a GoFundMe to raise funds for these truckers. GoFundMe now has says we're going to freeze the funds and not release them to anybody. And now there's court orders back and forth of what they can and what they cannot do. It's all gotten out of hand. But someone made a very interesting screenshot $25,000 donation <laughs> on the GoFundMe site was done by Justin Trudeau's ex-wife making a $25,000 donation to the trucker caravan. What a powerful statement that is. And then just today, the owners of the website Liar.com have redirected, redirected their website to go right to the Wikipedia page of Justin Trudeau. Type it in yourself and try it. Liar.com, L-I-A-R.com. It will go directly to Wikipedia page of Mr. Trudeau. Uh, these people are really facing some backlash. Um, very interesting. Good news this week, January 29th, Donald Trump held a rally in Texas. Lots of love. Boy, the, the rally, before you even get to the rally, the drive there, uh, the camera, video camera was on, and this is like a miles-long parade. People showing the love. The Durham report. We're still waiting on the Durham report. This does not make any mainstream news at all, but we're closely following the Durham report. Just this week, reports showed now that Horowitz, Attorney General Horowitz, withheld key evidence 
Remember, this is back in the Russia Gate store with the FISA surveillance, illegal surveillance, the FISA warrants. Horowitz now withheld key evidence. Uh, that's what's really going to land this whole thing in a house of cards when they find out what all happened there with the Russia collusion that was all made up. It will be interesting to follow that. More good news this week, Nebraska. The state of Nebraska becomes the 17th state to file for an Article 5 Convention of States. Uh, this is very interesting. We're seeing more of this coming to light, coming forward. Not making the mainstream once again, but you've got to follow independent news and internet forums to get to pick up this information. A lot of states are doing this. Very good. Tony Podesta was in the news uh, shortly. It was brought up that he was still, and still to this day, is receiving his consulting fee from a Chinese company that he is very closely associated with. Uh, this has been exposed a couple of years ago, maybe even four years ago. People still are bringing this up to say, look, some of these things are not yet resolved. Amazing Polly on the internet, uh, if you do a search for Amazing Polly, P-O-L-L-Y, she does some very good interviews and video work from Canada. She has some very good information on the caravan as well. Jason Nelson, Jason Nelson made an interesting tweet. Looks like he's going directly after Mark Milley in the, uh, in the military. Jason Nelson was a soldier and now a retired Marine. He's running for Congress in Texas. And this will be very interesting because he made a tweet the other day. says, Mr. Milley, get your documentation ready because you're going to be getting a deposition. You're going to be testifying for something that happened to him years ago. And so he's going right after Mark Milley. We've mentioned Milley on this show many times. That is one corrupt general right there. Should be interesting to follow how that breaks out. Spotify in the news this week. Spotify, the music, online music. Neil Young is upset with Joe Rogan at Spotify, and he was pulling his music off. Had a problem with Joe Rogan, Neil Young, and now it's Joni Mitchell in the news today with the very same things. These these were artists back in the 60s looking for freedom and, and whatnot, waking up the American public to what's going on in the world. And now you see them as uh, two of the most brainwashed people out there. Almost like a Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Everything is backwards, it seems. And up is down and left is right. It's, it's just so bizarre. Well, Neil Young, um, I don't have time for your music and Joni Mitchell's either. But it is very interesting. You guys are having such a big come-apart conniption about all this. When you were in the front running back in the 60s, of pushing and telling everyone to wake up. M&M's Candy has come out with new, I guess it's gender-neutral M&M candies for their ads, just for the ads. And this is, once again, uh, going back to that woke culture, trying to get the gender neutral, trying to get the LBGT crowd 
to make everyone happy. And um, it's just, uh, it's tiring. What it is, it's, it's tiring. Now, we know what came out last week did not make the mainstream news. If you ever heard of the association called the NAIAD, it's the National, National Association um of something. I don't have it here in front of me. It came out that last year's $50 million of funding they gave out, the NAIAD gave out to scientists, professors, and journalists that were sympathetic to the official COVID narrative. This was like funding. This was like almost like reimbursements. This was like getting paid. If you're going to make an article, write an article to go to the New York Times, Washington Post, and was saying how awful COVID was and how bad the pandemic is and what an emergency it is with their hospitals filling up and such and how bad this virus is. Uh, you were on the hook to get some good funding in your uh, a check coming your way, money coming into your pocketbook because they had this money set aside to be giving to journalists, scientists, and doctors to promote this. Remember, their job is to be telling the truth, journalists. Scientists' job are to be telling the truth. Professors' jobs are to tell the truth. Now they're getting funding to write heavily slanted articles and to put together art articles, white papers, and things to be published in journalists, uh, journals and trade journals talking about how bad this virus is. Basically going along with the narrative, walking lockstep with the WHO, the CDC, Fauci, Deborah Burks, all these same cast of characters. We've also always wondered that. How does all this happen? If it, all, if it is all lies and it is all bogus, how do these articles keep reappearing? Well, it's funding. It's funding on the back end to incentivize them to write these articles because in return, you get a check. The total amount was $50 million last year alone. 50 for doing nothing except writing propaganda. And that's exactly what it is. Propaganda. Mitt Romney, it came out yesterday that he now has COVID also. Mitt Romney, another rhino. Now, wasn't Mitt Romney Mr. Pierre Delecto uh, last year when it came out that he was using online forums to make comments and to steer people into believing certain propaganda He's using the name Pierre Delecto. Well, he's back in the news. Very interesting. Mitt Romney. Now, we keep getting all these heavy, heavy-hitting news stories, right? Front-page news articles of how bad everything is. What got missed? What has gotten missed over the past week that I mentioned we we're going to be talking about this week on this episode today is the Ghislaine Maxwell eight different John Jane Doe's that they were going to release. The court was going to release the names of the uh, or docs the names of eight different Jane Doe's that were anonymous in the Ghislaine Maxwell Jeffrey Epstein trial that took place that came to a conclusion last month. Eight were going to be made public. Remember, the defense gave up trying to hide this and try to bar this. They're going to become out there. They're going to become public. They're going to be named. I haven't heard one shred of anything on this. 
nothing. But then again, I'm still waiting personally for the truth on the Seth Rich murder, the Uranium One scandal with Hillary Clinton, you know, all sorts of things. But we can't have it all. Now, interesting topic. I think it was Pennsylvania. There was a crash. I think it was three weeks ago, a truck crashed that was carrying 100 monkeys. Remember hearing this story? Crashed on a highway, interstate, crashed, rolled over. Monkeys were on the loose. Some were killed. Some they couldn't account for. They were trying to wrangle them up and bring those back. Well, then the rumors got out that what were they doing with the monkeys? It's probably for relating to some lab, some medical, some medical research. Kind of reminds me of the uh, the Tulane uh, monkey lab they had in the 60s that were testing all this cancer research and whatnot at the Alton Oxner um, Hospital and, and whatnot. So now we get these monkeys on the loose. People started saying, you know what, they're starting getting in sick or infected. They're starting showing symptoms of these diseased monkeys. Now, I don't know if that was true or not. But I guess they did find them. They got them all accounted for, and it's all done. Interesting story with this. Whether this case is true or not, maybe there was a monkey crash. But I find it odd that there was 100 monkeys. Now, since the COVID came about in the end of 2019, the beginning of 2020, those of us with shows like this and those of us trying to reach out to the public and try to wake people up about what this is going to be, in order to wake someone up, the, the old parable goes, it's the hundred monkey rule. You can tell one monkey to go tell the others what to do. It's not going to last. You can tell them over and over what to do. People don't listen. You can tell 50, 50th person, they don't listen. 80, 80. 90, 95. The general rule of thumb, the general rule of thumb, according to this parable, is that it takes the hundredth monkey to come and tell you something for the person to sit back and say, you know what? Maybe they're right. Maybe they're right. They've got a point. That is true. So to swing the pendulum is what they're getting at. To wake people up, or to swing, for instance, the American Revolution, 1776, it took the 3%, the 3% of the population. is all it took to gain enough momentum to do something about it. Regarding the pandemic and other unfortunate truths involving 9-11, or pick whichever type of thing you want to talk about, the JFK assassination, Many of those people in those circles trying to wake people up will many times use the 100th monkey parallel. It takes 100 monkeys. Once that 100th monkey, the tide will turn. So I found it interesting, not the story about the monkeys, not the story about the truck, the rollover in the interstate, the monkeys escaping. The fact that they used 100 that, to me, seems to be coded, coded message. Um, the story was probably true. I'm guessing there was 85 monkeys or 115. 
93, what have you. But do we, they really want us to believe that there was exactly 100 monkeys on that truck? Exactly 100 monkeys. Uh, that is where I think that um, some of the stuff you got to take a look back, take a step back and look at the big picture of a news article or a news story and say, what are the optics here? What are the optics? Yes, the, the story was true. The crash did happen. Some monkeys escaped. Maybe there's 20, maybe there was 30, maybe there's 200. But do they really think that we're going to believe there's exactly 100? This is what we've been pounding down people's throats the last two years, the 100 monkey story. And now a breaking story breaks with the truck rolling over and crashing with 100 monkeys in it. That's the kind of thing that we need to have people wake up to and start to analyze when they hear the news. That's all I've got for today. Remember to check out all of our articles and content at eternalaffairsmedia.com. And if you feel so led to do so, please click the links. Click the link in the description to support us financially. We are an entirely independent media operation and end times ministry. We rely on your support to continue providing you excellent content. Go to eternalaffairsmedia.com, bookmark the site, as well as sign up for the email newsletter in case they ever take our social media pages down. Big thank you to our patrons for the month of January. Reverend Dave, Janet, Lisa, Alicia, Bruce, David, Linda, Patty, and Dan. Some of these are Truth Premium patrons as well. Remember, this is the membership site at our main, of our main website at eternalaffairsmedia.com for only 99 cents per month. After a free three-day trial, people will see less ads, more exclusive content, and have access to the community forum. Plus much more coming soon. That's at EA Truth Premium. Once again, my name is Dan Hennon. Today is January 31st, 2022. Thanks for listening. I hope.